The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Rowley Nadler. We have Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my esteemed host, who will join us in just a second. You know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. And so we always like to, you know, bring on new people who can bring uh, interesting information. And let me tell you about our guest today, because we'll bring him on. We'll ask, we've got some questions that we want to ask uh, him. And his name is, is Peter Voog. Peter Voog is a serial entrepreneur dedicating himself to excellence in every part of life so he can better serve others. He has been labeled as a thought leader on millennials because he is one. He has succeeded uh, as one, and he succeeded leading an organization of, of millennials at the highest level. He has real knowledge and authentic, raw understanding of what it takes to motivate and inspire the leaders of today. So we know for many of our listeners... You may be leading some uh, millennials. You may be a millennial yourself. So uh, we have a real expert here. He has trained and led thousands of sales representatives, managers, college students, professionals, business owners, Olympians, uh, and many others to high levels of success. Peter strongly believes that more people you help to succeed, the more successful you'll become. So I think Kathy and I will both advocate that. Peter has started a movement to empower America's aspiring entrepreneurs and young professionals. It has quickly become one of the premier training programs for young professionals, and that's called www.gamechangersmovement.com, and it continues to attract entrepreneurs all over the country. He strongly believes that young entrepreneurs are the future of his society. Peter, if I didn't mention, is the CEO of Real VIP Success. And that's another website, uh, www.realvipsuccess.com. So before we bring on uh, Peter, let me tell you a little bit about my uh, co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. And, you know, and, and Kathy has been named the first lady of happiness by ABC TV. She's authored multiple popular books on science of happiness, what happy companies know, what happy working mothers know. And we've talked a few times just about her new uh, latest book, uh, fearless leaders that really is going to look at the uh, mindfulness, uh, I mean, the science of mindfulness, and uh, it was going to come out in April. So we're really excited about that. Kathy, you may be able to share a little bit more, you know, about the fearless leaders, sharpen your focus. And she uh, has a co-author, T.C. North. And so that's going to come out, like we said, in April with assessment tools, videos, complete marketing guide, actually a coaching platform for you if you're interested in it. You can reach uh, Kathy at her website, drdrkathygreenberg.com, for a free downloads and access to your true talents for lifelong satisfaction and performance. Kathy, welcome. Thanks, Relly. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm very excited to have this inspiring conversation uh, with Peter Voog. Um, I recently uh, met Peter uh, at one of uh, the many masterminds that I attend uh, to enhance not only my knowledge of, of, of how careers and coaching uh, should be moving, but an opportunity to meet young people like Peter who are inspiring other young people uh, to really get their arms around what it means to be successful, and I'm really excited to have him on the show today. But before we bring Peter on, I'd like to make sure that everyone in our listening audience, knows who my co-host is, and that is, of course, Dr. Relly Nadler. Relly is a master-level certified executive coach, 
psychologist, corporate leadership, and team trainer. And Relly brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and development programs. Relly's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across any industry, including yours. His highly respected work is the focus of countless business journals, blogs, and online news features, and many of his programs are a mainstay at leading Fortune 500 companies. You can visit Relly at truenorthleadership.com for free downloads to access your best performance through emotional intelligence, as well as our joint website, excelinstitute.com. So I um, told you a little bit about how I met Peter. And uh, he is a very young, and I will emphasize that, young entrepreneur himself. I love the word serial entrepreneur, and we're going to learn more about Peter. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you. Welcome, Kathy. I am uh, excited to be here. <laughs> well, good. We're yeah. happy you're with us. So, Peter, now... I want to let you know I'm very excited for the book to come out. I've... Uh, read some of the pre-drafts, and it's exceptional. I think it's needed at a very high level. So I just wanted to show, shout that out. I'm excited for it to come out, and I uh, can't wait for the launch. Oh, you're, uh, Peter, just to clarify, you're talking about the Fearless Leader Sharpen Your Focus book. Yes. <laughs> no worries. It's all good. We can see your enthusiasm is already taking over. I think Kelly was about to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah, Peter, so we're really excited uh, to be here. So we want to kind of get uh, kind of the inside look into your work, inside look into, um, you know, dealing with the millennials, you know, and at this time more so than ever, as you know, you know, you have uh, three, if not four generations, different generations, all in the workforce. And so where Kathy and I are, the more we can learn uh, from from everybody we have on our show and just pass that on to our audience, you know, we have um, about... 95,000 downloads a month of our podcast. And we've been doing this, Kathy and I, now for, you know, six, seven years. So it's not like they're necessarily going to hear this one. But, it, you know, people choose in our archive that you can get at iTunes and also at uh, Voice America for leadership development news and, and download those. So one of the things, Peter, that we like to do is uh, check in with you about maybe who's been some of your influential people. And if you look at that, you know, what have been some of the key things that have allowed you to you know, propel yourself and be successful as you are? Great question. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of influential people, and I got into entrepreneurship at a young age and quickly hit some pretty big challenges, and I reached out to some mentors and uh, some people that really were influential in, in my industry. And so one of them was Isaac Tolpin, who was my uh, mentor when I was ages really 20 to 26 and still helps me. And he is someone that has dedicated his entire life to leadership and helping others. So he's someone that really helped me uh, when I was at direct sales. And then Jordan Weirs, who is another mentor of mine that uh, actually had a chance to make his first million at a very young age, 21. So he's taught me a lot of the, really the integrity and life issues and character and that at a young age that really has helped me um, propel my success. But some of the bigger ones, um, I've studied a lot of, of course, Tony Robbins. And I've studied a lot of Richard Branson, who I, I try to study people that are very congruent with who they are. They stay the course. They're authentic. They love building businesses, but they also love making differences. So those are really the main ones I've studied. Of course, a lot of uh, Jim Rohn and Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill. But I think if you had to narrow it down, it would be um, my two mentors, Isaac Tolpin, Jordan Weirs, and then Tony Robbins. And I study Richard Branson a lot. Well, those are certainly people that have been movers and shakers uh, in the, um, you know, the motivation industry for a long time. Peter, you, um, you came from a very, um, I think, interesting and modest background, if I can say that. Tell us a little bit about that background and the journey that you've taken to get to where you are today. And, and yeah. if you would tell the audience maybe how old you are and how long you've been in the business world, that might be helpful as well. Got it. Yes, I am 28, and I started in the business world when I was 15 uh, doing eBay. So I started an eBay business. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, everyone knows what eBay is, but uh, I kind of got introduced to that at a young age. And yeah, very humble beginnings. Uh, my family grew up in Oakland, California, which 
obviously, if you've been to a lot of parts of Oakland, it's not like the most pleasant place to grow up. We were not in the best area. We moved up to a small town on the Oregon coast. And it was a retirement community of like 7,000 people. So I literally went from Kathy, a huge rural area like the Bay Area, to a small 7,000-person uh, town that was all, it was a lot of retirement. So there wasn't huge opportunities coming out of there. And got into business uh, when I was 15. Uh, luckily, my mom is in real estate. She's been an entrepreneur, so she helped me. But didn't have a ton of guidance. I, I really just learned on my own and 15, 16, 17, I was uh, making money online, and I got into that from a friend who told me about it. And my one of my breakthroughs, real quick, because it's such an important part of my journey, was um, a lot of my friends were doing construction and hard labor and taking the normal route, which isn't bad. But I remember my friend was working for my dad, and he worked nine hours, eight or nine hours that day, and he was shoveling sand. And I wasn't too big into the hard labor. The, <laughs> my dad always told me, try to use your brain more than you use your, your hands in hard labor. And he came up and he finished the day and he made, I think, $65, $70. And I checked my eBay account, and I think I was a sophomore in high school, and I made $91. I'm like, wait, I didn't uh, – I leveraged my time. I used this platform to make $91. He traded eight hours, and it was – I was like amazed. How can I do this when he just worked harder than me, but I made more income? So that perspective flip really kind of guided my future. When I was 18, I actually got a, a job valeting cars, and I, I took the, the hourly route because everybody around me was like, you got to get an hourly job. you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. So I'm like, okay, fine. After so many people, I'm like, I'll try it. But I was struggling, and I, I had this hunger inside me not to just – I looked at my paychecks, and I said, no matter what I did, I was going to make the same amount. And it just – Something wasn't right, and there was something inside me wanting more. So finally, I got a sales job with direct sales. And that's where everything kind of took off. Um, I was able to do pretty well at sales, but what really inspired me was helping others, leading others, influencing others through my experience, through my perspective, and through my inspiration. So I was uh, I quickly got out of direct sales, and I started leading a direct sales company, big difference, and I failed very quickly. Uh, I lost all my savings. I went broke. I could not afford, literally, I remember sitting in a one-bedroom apartment. It was like 400 square feet. I couldn't even have money to eat in a drive-thru, and, and that was when I made a change where I was making so many excuses why I couldn't succeed, and I remembered what really had me succeed to begin with was listening to other people that succeeded. So I heard this quote, and it changed the game for me. It was, if you want to be a millionaire, who do you talk to? And the answer is billionaires because you'll get there quicker. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was a breakthrough. So I started reaching out. Say it again. Oh, you're fine. Go ahead. That was a huge breakthrough for me. So what I did was... I started reaching out, Kathy, to every single top performer in my company. I befriended them. I wanted to take them out to lunch. I continued calling them. I said, hey, you don't know who I am, but I really want to learn from you. I want to be one of the best. I want to become influential. I want to become a peak performer in this business. And from that moment to where I got clarity on what I wanted and I shifted my circle of influence, I dedicated my whole life to studying sales, studying the best CEOs, hiring a mentor. And I was able to flip my income from broke to six figures in 11 months and then continuing to grow that the next five or six years until now. So my journey was, wasn't that exciting, but I did go from very, very humble beginnings of stress and struggle to really elevating pretty quickly. And this was at age 22, 23. And from then on, I just kept dedicating myself and I continued to learn and grow. I attend every single seminar I can. Um, I listen to audios. I invest in myself continuously, masterminds, and I always have two or three mentors that are always there for me. And I try to reach out to them every single week to just elevate my game and my mindset. I'm just you are you. certainly a very animated and very dedicated young person. So I want you to hold that thought. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News.
Save on your prescriptions with the RX Savings Plus drug discount card offered by Voice America. It is not insurance and discounts are only available from participating pharmacies, but 9 out of 10 pharmacies participate nationwide. Start saving today. Print your free card online at voiceamerica.rxsavingsplus.com or text the word TALK RADIO to 96362. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for the keywords World Talk Radio. Once you're a part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the World Talk Radio network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash World Talk Radio or search for World Talk Radio. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking to a top performer now. Peter uh, Vug, he is the CEO of Real VIP Success, and that's uh, realvipsuccess.com. Also, some of his training materials at www.gamechangersmovement.com. And just during the break, we were talking about, Peter, you know, just your energy and and almost kind of this fearless energy, because we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, fearless leaders. So how do you cultivate that, this fearless energy? What do you do to maintain it? Is it always there, you know? Good question. Well, a lot of people would think it was always there, but it's very purposeful, and I'm very strategic about it. One thing I realized is what you put in your mind is what you do, and what you really eat is how you feel. So I really try to eat as healthy as I possibly can, and that's the first thing. But one thing I do, too, in the mornings is the first thing I do in the morning is I I work out, and I really, really study and visualize on my goals, my purpose, my mission, what I'm doing to contribute. And I just, I, I, that right there, setting me up in the morning, working out, sparking my mind, and thinking about my vision, 
and eating healthy, it's almost impossible not to be energized throughout the day. And being able to do what you love and being able to give back to people and, and live what you know you're made to, is, I mean, that's a pretty big energy boost right there as well. Then I drink a lot of water. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I always stay grateful. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things, you know, that I heard, I'm sure you heard this too, and the first person I heard is, is Brian Tracy, is the first hour of the day is the rudder of the day. And so it sounds like you set your course early in the day, and then it just keeps you sailing, you know, throughout the day. 100%. Definitely, that's it. And that's a big uh, key to my productivity as well, is making sure I'm intentional and I'm strategic when I start my day. So I'm basing things off my standards versus my mood. There's a big difference there. Hmm, that's really good. Yeah, that's interesting. So how did you differentiate between those two things? Um, well, I, I realized that at the end of every feeling, a lot of times, is really not much. Right? Sometimes you have regrets. When you do things you feel like versus what you should do, you're not going to do very much. And I realized behind every priority and every value and every standard is a promise. So I just started seeing that I wasn't where I wanted to be because I was so feeling-based. I don't feel like working out, so I didn't. I don't feel like reading, so I didn't. I don't feel like calling this person, so I didn't. But now I'm like, I don't feel like it, but I need to do what I should versus what I feel like. And now it's became a habit. And I just see the difference in results, Kathy. That's what changed me. Now, Relly and I work with a lot of smart young people. And, you know, Relly's sweet spot is emotional intelligence, and we've we've leveraged that into this new book, Fearless Leader, Sharpen Your Focus, how the new science of mindfulness can help you increase and help you retain and reframe your confidence in many different ways. What do you think the young generation really cares about when we say emotional intelligence, sharpen your focus, be more confident, Using that language and being among the kind of young people that we're trying to work with and inspire, what do you think these young people really care about? Really good question. And this just took me years. I've I've trained three or 4,000 in direct sales, and they were all ages 18 to, to, to 30. And one of the biggest things they care about is wanting to do something that matters. And one thing I talked and culture and a, and a mission, and I just read an article a while ago on Forbes, which is funny you asked that, and it talked about 60-plus percent of millennials leave their companies before three years, and they leave because it wasn't a good cultural fit. And 73% of millennials right now prefer to have a job where they can make impact over income. So I think tying things into making a bigger difference, what I talked about with a lot of my leaders is, when you guys invest in yourself, when you become sharper, when you become more courageous, you have more energy, and you lower your distractions, you can then contribute at a higher level to others. So I think that really sparks them a lot. A lot of my best performers, Kathy, weren't sharp when they came in, but they continued to work on themselves for the simple fact that they knew if they did that, they'd be more influential and they would be able to help more people and make a difference. I want to so capture not, something yeah. you said, Peter, and Relly, I'm sure you caught it as well. They, 70% of young entrepreneurs, of young professionals who feel both effective and successful are people who have impact over income. Very insightful. What, 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 do, you, um, what do you think are the keys to building a culture where young professionals can be both effective and successful and feel valued in that way. You said 60%, as much as 60% were leaving in the first three years because the culture wasn't correct for them. Good question. This is something that that I really have have dove into. One of the biggest things where people go wrong, I think, is you can't create a culture that you don't possess inside you, meaning what do you care about? Because your business will only grow as much as, and the reflection of those who manage it and those who are at the top. So that's a big problem. People are copying cultures. They aren't fully authentic. And I'll tell you, uh, Kathy, culture eats strategy for lunch. And if your culture is good enough, you don't have to persuade anybody to do anything. So let me give you 
Culture is really a reflection of three things, and, and I promoted this a lot in my company and to big companies that I work with. The first thing is what you preach. What, what is spread out in the entire organization? What is talked about continuously? And every single time someone's opened their mouth in your culture, it's either helping or hurting the culture. Standards, expectations, what's being talked about is number one. Number two, and that's verbally and non-verbally. This has to do with past growth and, of course, preparation and intelligent thinking about as well. But number two is what they see from the staff, from the CEO, from the sales managers, from the PR department. Professionalism? Is it innovation? Is there creativity? Is there full respect? Or is there hierarchy? Is there um, things that aren't congruent with what the company promotes? And I'll tell you, the BS meter of these young uh, professionals is outrageous right now. They can see everything that we couldn't see easily 20 years ago. Number three is what you recognize. What I realize is whatever you appreciate, appreciate. So we like to publicly endorse positive actions in a group setting all the time, and uh, that was key. So once I decided what I cared about, what was in me and what was my core values, I promoted that to my culture. And you have to realize that no one's going to give you feedback. And if you need somebody's approval, then good luck, especially in this new economy. You're going to only drive the culture consistently if it's where your true convictions lie. So, for example, I was working with a lot of young professionals. There's four, I'll never forget this <laughs> in 40 years. There's four things I continuously promoted. Because what I was doing, Kathy, was getting these kids to do direct sales. That is really hard to do is motivate young people to do direct sales. But I figured it out. So what I promoted was this is a great place to build experience that stands out and differentiates you. Second, it's, it's a great place to have flexibility in lifestyle if you become disciplined. This is an amazing place to build a lifestyle, be able to do what you want when you want if you put the discipline in. Third, it's a great place for financial freedom and wealth. And I gave third-person stories and examples. And then fourth, I talked about memories and relationships a lot because they really, really care about network. I, I, uh, I surveyed 200 of these young professionals that I know, very, very well-known young professionals. Um, and the number one thing they look for, this is crazy, is network and relationships being built in a company. And yet, Before income. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't necessarily uh, surprise us, Peter. I think you're affirming something yeah. that Relly and I know from from working with people who are top sales professionals, and in using tools um, like the uh, the emotional intelligence suite of tools and the fearless leaders suite of tools, we can easily help people pinpoint where their connector profile might be off a little bit, where their social responsibility profile might need a little enhancement. Because yep. the, those three big things that you spoke about, the, you know, preaching, right, is it helping or hurting, seeing, do people see the professionalism and the respect reflected in behavior, and do they recognize, okay, publicly, uh, and endorse publicly actions that underscore those things, connecting, having social responsibility, and advocating for the culture and the products and the services. So this is fantastic. I think we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back, so don't go away. You're listening to Leadership Development News. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. 
Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with a uh, millennial top performer, uh, Peter Voog, and who basically has trained you know many other uh, millennials in that population, you know, really the 18 to, to 30, 32 or so. Um, so he's, he's sharing some really good stuff um, that we hope that you're going to uh, pick up and, and utilize. And so one of the things that we were talking about, Peter, is what is it that some of the millennials really want in a leader and, and what we're calling a fearless leader. You had said they want a fearless leader. Maybe from your perspective or from the millennial perspective, what, what is a fearless leader? Really good question. And, and I will tell you just from experience and from being in the trenches, one of the top things they look for is, is leaders that have integrity, that are, that are fearless in what they do. They want someone that's strong they can follow and, and really build with. So what I think a fearless leader is a couple things. I want to uh, uh, just say a quote that has always stuck with me that I think is relevant. It's a real leader is not somebody who can develop the most followers. A real leader is somebody who can develop the most leaders. And I think fearless leaders are those that not only have amazing courage, but they can relentlessly lead their team regardless of others' opinions and regardless of what others think. They're very, very big on, I guess they don't fear people. One of the biggest keys to the leaders that I've followed is they not only base things off their standards versus emotion, they don't show a ton of weakness, but they don't fear people and they let nothing affect them. So like Kathy says, reacts with resilience and a mindset maniac. I think if you have a leader that shows weaknesses, that shows they're hungry, shows they're tired, shows frustration, subconsciously, people lose respect for you. Not They don't mean to, but it's subconscious. So every leader that I look back on that has led me and that I've respected, they're just so courageous. They don't show all this frustration. They're always in a peak state, I guess. They're they're passionate. They think with mindfulness, like you say, and they just have so much energy and inspiration, and they always know the way and go the way. And I think that's a big key. Another thing, too, is they teach others how to inspire and motivate. They don't just motivate people. They teach others how to do what they do. And I think that's the key as well. They also, I think, stay future-oriented. 
there was a survey too. I know uh, people like stats. I learned this from Brendan Burchard, where they did a survey on uh, people that think about the future, and they said successful people and the best leaders think about the future and promote the future nine to one over the majority. So they're always focusing on what's next. And I think a fearless leader, if someone brings them a problem, they teach them how to find solutions and they teach them how to focus on what matters versus the problem. So that's a couple things. I think they're just always not on their game because they want to show they're vulnerable, but I think they just, they're consistently growing. They're staying courageous. They're staying mentally tough and they don't veer the course, if that makes sense. They don't waver. You know, and one of the things that, that you're saying, Peter, and we know from the fearless leaders, is, is uh, it, that they do show some vulnerability and that they're able to kind of keep going and look towards the future and, and jump over those hurdles. So sometimes we think, you know, that they have to have all the answers and be perfect, and I know, you know, the people you want to lead, some of it's the difference of what's called kind of a coping model versus an expert model. And the coping model is someone who, like we're saying, is fearless. They fall down, they get up, they fall down, they get up, but they keep going. That's that resilience. Whereas exactly. the expert model, sometimes we distance ourselves because we all say, well, that's not me. They're an expert. That's not me. But that learning that you're talking about and that, you know, constant resilience is so, is so important. 100% I agree. And another thing, too, that sticks out with, with fearless leaders is how you do anything is how you do everything. So they have an identity with themselves that whatever they say, their actions follow. There's nothing more unattractive than a leader that says one thing and does another. And you guys would probably agree with that, right? So I think that's a big one. Oh, definitely. On their words. Definitely. Yeah. I'm very curious, though. You work with a lot of smart young people who are climbing to the top probably more quickly than others. So yeah. what do companies need to understand better and think about more when looking for and hiring young, really young top-tier talent like yourself and the kind of people that you inspire and kind of using the, you know, the, the four action principles from fearless leaders. You know, we talked about act with inspiring courage. We talked about responding with resilience. How about a little bit of a focus on perhaps thinking from a higher consciousness, like you said, it's about mm-hmm. impact, not income, and having a mindset for success. Many of these young people you've been explaining, they have a fire in their belly and they can hear and see and feel things more strongly. So what do companies need to understand and leveraging those principles to help make this young talent look in their direction? Really good question, and I've been asked that a lot. And I think the first thing, too, is, uh, and I'll let you know, the churn and burn companies that hire and fire, hire and fire, they get rid of people quick, they're going to die very quickly, right? It's the companies that really keep the top-tier talent and cultivate an amazing culture that are going to thrive these next five or ten years. So just to get that out there. But I think the first thing they have to evaluate is their own consciousness of are they being fully congruent from the CEO to the HR to the sales managers to the professionals that are leading their team? Here's a good question for you. If you ask a sales manager and then you ask the CEO and then the – Maybe there's a vice president, co-o, whoever. If you ask a lot of their top people what the purpose and the mission of the company is, if they don't all say the same thing, that's a big indication that you're not going to keep top-tier talent. They have to all be able to say what the mission is and why that's the mission. So that's the first thing. I think they need to evaluate their own culture before they start even looking for top-tier talent because if they don't, they're going to attract talent and then they're going to lose it, and then attract talent and lose it. So I think a key is finding, once they have that figured out, Kathy, it's finding people that are purpose-driven versus money-driven. Jordan taught me something uh, four years ago. He said, Peter, if you, when you're looking for sales superstars, if they're strictly money-driven, they won't last. I'm like, what do you mean? I, thought, I think they'd be good. He's like, they won't last because once they get money, they'll stop. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's such a great philosophy. And I, I took that ever since, and I realized that they need to find people that are purpose-driven, somebody who's eager to learn and is in it for the long haul. And, of course, that starts with some powerful questions. Um, they also need to focus on having – they need to clearly define what the position entails 
And then more importantly, figure out, Kathy, what type of person would thrive at that position. Somebody who has the strengths that are congruent with that position. I think a lot of times the reason companies fail is they have the wrong people in the wrong spot. Another thing that would help them find top-tier talent is they need to understand the trends that are happening with the young generation. Incentive based on results versus age is huge right now. Huge right now. I remember being young, and I had a guy that worked at the casino with me that made more money than me, but he didn't. He was lazy. He did bare minimum. I got letters from customers. I was working hard. I'm like, why? How does he make more than me? Just because he's older, but I'm adding more value to the company. I don't understand. And it just it caused me, my curiosity turned to motivation, right? And I figured out why. So that's another thing, I think, is making sure they have incentive-based pays versus, I mean, on results versus just time and age. Another thing, too, is they need to figure out how to portray that they have their best interest in mind. The, the millennials' favorite radio station is what's in it for me. Not because they're greedy, but because they want to know that the company has their best interest in mind. What I used to tell my people that's a little bit gutsy is I said, hey, guys, whether you're here for four days, whether you're here for six months, like blank, or whether you're here for nine years, like Isaac has been, I just want you to get the best experience and use this job as a catalyst to your next goal. This is a catalyst to your next dreams. So if you quit tomorrow, we're happy. We're going to find you your next job. We just want you to make sure you get the experience here. And when you aren't afraid to lose people, Kathy, that's when you become the most attractive to this young millennial group. Fantastic. Yeah, pretty fascinating, Peter. So let me me give you the flip side, because you're giving us a really good perspective of what the the, uh, millennials uh, may want. You know, what's their perspective of other people, let's say the Gen X, you know, who may be 10 or 15 years older, or or even the uh, baby boomers, you know, who could be 25, 30 years older? I mean, is there any kind of, you know, perspective, you know, that would help uh, those folks in those generations understand what the millennials are looking for? Um, in a way, it's tough to explain that. Say, are you asking what the millennials are looking for from the baby boomers and from the from the Gen X and those kind of companies yeah. or people in general, like leader wise? No, let's see what they're looking for. We're trying to keep it more practical. Got it. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things. I think um, they're looking for letting them be creative and letting them speak their mind and letting them be authentic versus always thinking they're right. I think millennials hate when older people think they have a ton of experience and they're not letting them be creative. They're not letting them express their creative genius. I think right. that's a, a pet peeve for almost everyone I've ever talked to. Um, I think it's one of them. Two, I think they need to uh, – this is a tough one. I this is the one that I need to – I like the question because it stumps me, which never happens. Um, but – so do, do we do we stump you, Peter? Well, <laughs> interesting. We'll, we'll give you a chance to kind of think because I know you're gonna <laughs> give yourself like three seconds and you'll be able to come up with something. Yeah, yeah. So company-wise, different than the people. Another thing too is they look for uh, a mission that they can grab onto that is more than just themselves. So I think uh, the the leaders that are older they look for people that are on purpose and off themselves. There's a big one. So if they see leaders, baby boomers, Gen X. If they know that they're on purpose and they're on a mission and they're trying to create things that are outside themselves that outlast them, I think that's what millennials attract to and love the most. And they also, I think, love people um, that are a little bit older that are humbling themselves and still learning and growing. Mm. And if they ask them questions, I think that's very attractive. One thing my my, uh, visionary and my division manager did with me is he asked me when I was younger, hey, what do you think we should do with this company? I'm like, what? Do you really just ask me that? Oh, my gosh, let me give you ideas. And then I had more respect for him. I was more bought in. So I think that's a key as well. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. So let me just, let me just highlight. So, so what you're saying is so true for millennials. And in the same vein, it's probably true for most generations. One of the things we know from the Gallup industry of what uh, satisfaction in organizations want or people that want in their organizations is exactly that's one of their questions. Does my opinion seem to count? And so I think no matter who you are, just being able to ask that versus here's what I want you to do, my opinion seemed to count. Yeah, that's huge. 
that's, that's, I think that's huge as well. And they need to know that their opinion matters and right. that they can make a difference. Because if they're just another one, like a sheeple, like just another peon that they're just going to try to squeeze out stuff and they make the money, that they, they don't take that anymore. They don't even take more than three days. If they had no money and they had, were stressed out and they only had to keep this job, but they got disrespected, they quit. Period. So it's interesting. One yeah. of the things, and Kathy, you can chime on this, is that mindset for success. And you're linking it really nice, Peter, so that's one of the uh, four quadrants of the fearless leader, that mindset for success. And the success is not only for themselves, but they are really making a difference, and they have someone who can be a role model for that mindset, the mindset for success. Oh. Definitely. And the other thing that I'm hearing, Peter, and I'd love you to chime in on, you know, Relly and I have both worked in corporate America extensively. And it's so clear in the fearless leader, sharpen your focus model, which also rests on emotional intelligence, that young people are going to have loyalty to an individual who resonates with that purpose their own purpose, right, the, the, the purpose of the young millennial, the person who's looking for the growth and the long-term uh, growth experience, there's going to be a higher degree of loyalty and a mindset for success when that person is truly engaged by someone in that organization versus to any name brand or leading financially secure organization. So that loyalty factor to the person and the mindset for success will override anyone's brand in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And, and I think about, too, people will quit jobs, but they'll, and they'll quit brands, but they'll never quit relationships. There you go. That's yeah. huge. Glad you brought that up as well. Well, and, and that's huge. I mean, most people don't realize. You know, a lot of young people get their stepping stones um, met. And, really, I'm sure you remember this, and we have kids who've gone through this. You know, you tell them, oh, you have a great opportunity to be an intern, right, at company A, B, or C, you know. And sometimes they're a big Fortune 100, Fortune 500 national brand or global brand. And we push and push and push them to have that experience. And sometimes they walk away having had an empty experience for all the reasons that Peter identified. There was no passion behind what they were doing. People were churning and burning. Um, People were not giving them a sense of belonging to a culture and a community. And it's so important for everyone who's listening, who's trying to hire young people, engage them and retain them, that mentoring them, coaching them, inspiring them, connecting with them, and this nine-to-one focus on the on the future <laughs> is so key. You know, we're, we're coming up to the end of the show here, Peter. I want to make sure that everybody knows how to reach out to you. They can reach you at www.realvipsuccess.com, and they can also reach you at www.gamechangersmovement.com. You have been incredibly inspirational. I love how you have read Fearless Leaders as one of our readers uh, in advance of the book going live, and you, you get the whole concept of act with inspiring courage, respond with resilience, think from a higher consciousness, and, and certainly having a mindset for success. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with um, as we start to close out the show? I just think people need to understand, everybody understands that it starts from within. And when you get clear that the only limitations you have are those in your head and you do something every day to better yourself so you can contribute to others, I think the doors open at such a high level. It's, it's amazing, Kathy. So I just say simplify your life to the bare bone of what really, really matters. And like you say, go give 100%. And once everything becomes clear of what you need to do. And once you continue to invest in yourself and you grow and you are authentic with everything, people attract you like no other. And I think that's the thing that I want to get across is this: once you make the most of your God-given abilities and, and you spark your creative genius, it helps other people as well. And that's a better life. Fantastic. So Peter, this has been, this has been uh, superb and really, really glad that you uh, took the time and could, could be with us. And, um, you know, if we had another 
just a minute. Like, what would you say is, is your best productivity practice? Just in the last minute. Sounds like you've got major construction going on. <laughs> oh, me? Very productive. Yeah, so I, what I would say is the biggest key to productivity is shifting from complexity to simplicity and chipping away at all the noise and asking yourself, what are the two or three things, my result rituals, that I need to do every single week to get me to my end result of my goals? So I would fast forward 12 months from now. It's called reverse engineering. I would figure out exactly what you would need to do, how big your team would be, where you'd be living, how you'd be feeling, and then reverse engineer month by month back to today and then create action plans based on your end result. And if you're very intentional, and one thing I learned that the top 1% do before we end is if you do these three things every week, you'll become more resourceful and the productivity will take care of itself. The first thing is spark your mind every single day morning. Second thing is spark your body because there's a correlation between body and mind. When you're stronger physically, you're stronger mentally. And the third thing is you need to reach out to people playing the game at a higher level than you every single week. And they will give you the shortcut, not the shortcut, but they will cut your learning curve in half and help you get to your goals quicker. So if you do those three things every single week, your productivity will 10x. That's great. Well, I love, Peter, what you said is, is this results ritual. So Kathy and I, like anything, it's got kind of an alliteration in it. Um, yeah. But that's really, that's really cool. So. And, uh, and I'll tell you this. One thing, I, I get this question more than anything from a lot of the young millennials, and I just want to share this before we, we head out because I think it's profound. I get asked every day, how do I inspire other people? How do I inspire my mom? How do I inspire my brother? How do I inspire my friend? And what I found is the best way to inspire others is to live your best life. And if you do that, that will naturally, because it's hard to change people. If you do that, that will show people that it's possible. So I think that's profound. Outstanding. Peter, thank you so much. Again, you can reach Peter at www.realvipsuccess.com or gamechangersmovements.com. Thanks for... Appreciate everything, Kathy. And ready? You're welcome. So this is Leadership Development News. We're signing off uh, now, but continue to tune in to tune up your performance and your performance of others. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.